0: Did you know that the average fleet manager spends 100 hours a month managing toll? Get that time back by partnering with BestPass, the nation's leader in toll management. Learn more at getbestpass.com or call 866 366 1426. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road to Driver Reach and freight waves Production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of DriverReach, a modern recruiting and compliance solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the High Road on whatever platform you use to listen. I'm joined today by a great industry friend and ally, Jackie McManus, founder and CEO of KJ Media. Welcome to the show, Jackie. Great to be catching up with you.
1: Thank you for having me, Jeremy.
0: Well, I'm hoping uh, that during our time today we can, you know, touch on your background. You know, what got you into the industry. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to know your inspiration for going out on your own and becoming a, a valuable resource in recruiting and retention. Uh, I'll ask you to share how KJ Media is tailoring solutions to help companies uh, address their greatest challenges. And, uh, and of course, you know, you provide a lot of great content. So perhaps you can share a little about uh, social media and other reliable uh, recruiting channels. And then. And then lastly, of course, we'll answer a question submitted by a listener during our Deeper Dive segment. Does that uh, work for you?
1: Sounds great. Let's roll.
0: It's a lot. Um, (laughs) Let's get started. Let's get started with your background. Uh, You know, we've known each other for, we were talking just a little bit ago, I'm going to say approaching 10 years. uh, We've both taken a similar path to where we are today. We've um, both have experience in the driver staffing industry, been a lot of our time focusing on, you know, recruiting, qualifying and, and hiring drivers. So, um, you know, maybe can you share with the audience, you know, what first got you into the industry and and maybe as importantly, what what is it that's kind of kept you here?
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. So uh, it was 2008, 2009, and we are in the height of the recession. And um, I was working for DHL at the time, and they removed their domestic market and went strictly international because they didn't guess us. And And um, I was recruited to work for a truck driver staffing agency. Now, my family doesn't come from the trucking industry whatsoever, but I said, let me give this a shot. So I meet with the CEO, and the CEO sits with me, and he says, you see that chair that you're sitting on? And I go, yeah. He goes, you see that water bottle? I go, yeah. He goes, what about your shirt? I go, yeah, it's on. And he goes, how did you think you got here? He goes, by a truck. And in 2008, 2009, when the economy is just tanking, this truck driver staffing agency was doubling in sales year over year. So at that point, I decided I need to get involved with trucking. And through that is where I learned I started in dispatch. I went to recruiting and then I went to marketing and sales. And that's when I realized and learned so much about the industry. And the, the issues that were, at the time, you know, truck driver shortages were, were on the horizon. We weren't quite quite there yet, but there were staffing issues that were uh, pretty alarming. And so what I decided to do is say, hey, if this is a problem. How can we fix it? And through the four to five years as the staffing agency, I was able to rise as a director and um, worked with some great people and great mentors that taught me the industry. They were truck drivers themselves and now CEOs. And that was what made me think, wow, there's a great career path that nobody's talking about. Because I know from my friends and my family that didn't come from the trucking industry, there's a huge world of opportunity and knowledge that needs to be shared. And that's one of the reasons why I'm in this industry and in this industry, it's because of the opportunity. Um, and you were just mentioning how you and I have known each other for close to a decade. It's relationships like these that keep the united front. Um, as I was call it, transportation, six degrees of separation. Everyone knows everyone within six degrees of what, another person. And you don't find that in other, other industries. You really don't. You look at tech, you look at fashion. Um, it's a more of a cutthroat type, um, you know, industry where trucking, we really, even our competitors who rely on each other to develop the greater good and to develop a greater source of um, overall holistic approach to the trucking industry so um, I've, I've, I've been in the industry now for close to 15 years and uh, I plan on staying here for quite a while
0: yeah I'm, I'm with you 100 percent and I think uh, we, we recognize the the industry is unique in that it's very familial as you if you embrace it and you get all, and you're all in. Uh, exactly. It embraces you right back, and you build relationships that last a lifetime. and And I think you know you and I are testament to that. And there's plenty of others. And you say six degrees of separation. I think it's probably more like three. I mean, you know, yeah. we're pretty close. Yeah. As big as it is, we're there's a lot of people who build a lot of relationships. So um, yeah. you you recognize the need in the industry and and, and decided to do something about it. And so, mm-hmm. um, what was your inspiration with starting KJ Media? Where where did the leap take place?
1: Yeah. So really what happened is it comes down to economics, right? Supply and demand. And, you know, as the ATA reports are coming out that there's going to be close to 100,000 shortage of drivers in 2023, which we're almost there, uh, but this is back 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, um, I realized, okay, how are we going to bring new blood into this industry if it's not being talked about um, on the mainstream media outlets? right? So folks that are in the industry, we know the challenges, we try to overcome them as a collective, but as a whole, we have to look at how are we going to bring in the younger generation of drivers? And it starts with um, building good relationships within the industries and helping trucking companies share their stories and get their brand out there. And that's when uh, KJ Media was born, because I had a passion about not only helping my clients bring in, you know, filling their trucks, but also, and more importantly, helping younger generations understand the value and the importance of the trucking industry. Um, I think one piece that we're doing right now um, as an industry as a whole, we're talking about the roadmap to success. And th- those are pieces I, I want to continue to talk about that you can start out as a driver but you can then become a dispatcher. You can then become an operations manager. You can become DT of ops and so on. And so, and without a college education and making well into the six figures. Mm -hmm. And so there's quite a bit of opportunity that um, we haven't spoken about or the mainstream really doesn't know yet. Uh, I do think that's the one silver lining to 2020 as, as terrible as it was. It forced people to look at the supply chain um on a lot of these media outlets and so um it's definitely been a passion of mine to, to get the younger generation in and um, i'm a young believer myself and uh you know, the proof is in the pudding
0: well you you use the word help a, a number of times there and i think i think it's important and i always it stands out to me i recognize people who they don't do it because it's they because they make money doing it they do it because they want to help people the byproduct is success that's great right but um that's not the reason you do it you do it to help because you know that there's a need a demand for it and you bring a uh, you know a set of skills to enable you know that and so you know i know that you don't take a you know cookie cutter approach you know with your customers can you maybe describe you know a maybe exactly what kj uh, media does for for those who don't know and then also share how how do you partner with your fleets this is the opportunity for you to you know, pitch a little bit, but you know, I'm the one asking the questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And uh, so, KJ, and we are through and through a full service digital media agency. We do take and very much to that cookie cutter approach. We do have a very holistic approach at how we partner with trucking companies. We measure success by the quality of leads and hires. And um, it's not really, it doesn't come down to us for. You know, the number of leads that come in, it comes down to how many hires is that company getting? And so when I say holistic, we look at exactly when we partner with trucking companies, our first question is how can we set you apart from the competition? What's your unique value proposition? And how can we position our carriers, our clients as the employers of choice and deliver them the most qualified prospects? So we take a holistic approach. We look at exactly what the company is offering. And then we dive deeper. What's the ETS system that they have in place? What's the automation? What's the speed to hire a, a candidate? Mm-hmm. And, you know, geographically, where are they looking for drivers? The type of drivers. And then we customize, I think of it as a pie chart, a customized media mix. And it's constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. Um, and and, that, and that's critical, right? So I have a team, I call them my wizards, they're in the back end, and they're constantly looking at different ways to get the best ROI from our, for our clients. And different platforms produce different results in different areas. And so we take our learnings from 10 to 15 years of experience and we apply that to our carriers. But really it does come down to explain the value that the company can offer that driver. You know, we all know it's a driver market right now. So what's going to make these drivers you know, push the needle to sign on and work with your company and not just sign on and start working with your company but stay? Mm-hmm. And so when we work with our clients, we are looking at the full scope. Um, because if our clients are successful, we're
0: successful. You, uh, you made a comment about the, it's not the number of leads, which I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I think of that a lot of times as a, as a vanity metric. You know, and you see, depending on maybe what you're doing to gather these leads, it might think, "Oh, look at all this interest we're getting!" But the reality is, they're not that interested. You you created some method to get them in, and there's a, I'm not going to get into the weeds on that, but uh, but but what is more important is the is the like as you said, the number of drivers that you're hiring, and then preferably keeping. You know, those are yep. important. Uh, those are far more relevant and important metrics to track than number of leads. Because frankly, a lot of times you get a lot of leads and and uh, and, and their, their intent was never really to actually be interested in working for you and then just going to waste your time and spin your wheels. You know?
1: Exactly. And a lot of clients and a lot of carriers, and especially because of the pandemic, they've reduced their labor force, their recruitment force, right? And so for us, our conversations are, how can we get you the highest intent, the primo leads if you will, into your inbox, into your ATS system and you know exactly what time to contact them because they set up a meeting with you and you know working with your carriers so that they are only dealing with um, the, the highest intent leads and not so much the tire kickers. And so you know typically when I work with clients, that's what I look at is here are the metrics. here's the quality leads, the number of hires. And then it gives our clients a great opportunity to say, hey, we're bidding on a new contract in Kansas City, we need 10 drivers, and it comes down to data and putting the math together. And that's how a lot of clients uh, work with us in, in, in the whole approach.
0: Um, let's talk about a few best practices. We've touched on a couple, obviously, from a you know getting leads that uh, have high intent. But let's talk about a few best practices in streamlining the, the recruiting and hiring process. Um, for one, you've you've mentioned ATS a couple of times as if um, it's uh, it's table stakes, which I believe that it is. I think a company that is not leveraging technology and, and able to manage this entire as kind of your point earlier, speed to hire being so critical, not leveraging technology to that end, you are you know on the path to signing your own you know death certificates. <laughs> you know it's totally. it's critical. Yeah. But, you know, can you yeah. share maybe a few examples of areas where you recognize often, like in conversations with prospects or clients, that do you have, you know, there's room for improvement?
1: Yeah, I would say out of every 10 carriers I talk to, nine of them have overburdened recruiters. And, you know, exactly what we were speaking about earlier, but they have a limited time. They're juggling too many tasks. They're dealing with hire kickers or you know, folks that apply and they keep contacting them and they don't answer the phone and then they're frustrated, right? And so uh, when I was in career- recruiting and obviously in sales, one of the things you want to do is you want to keep the recruiters excited so that when they get and connect with that seventh driver on the phone call, they're excited to talk to that driver. Um, and sometimes if you're you know, dialing for dollars um, and not getting any connection and finally you get that connection, you may lose your energy. So one thing we really focus on is How can we pre-qualify the leads before it goes to our, our carriers? And so we put our leads through a series of different vetting processes that are integrated with the driver reaches of the world that basically give the recruiters the primo leads to call immediately. There will be filtered leads at the bottom, right? There'll be more leads. But call these top five people immediately because they're more likely going to answer. They're more likely going to move the needle and that's where they should be spending their time. And so that's been a really big focus for our company is how can we partner with companies and giving them the most qualified leads so the recruiters can do their jobs and not lead to so much frustration, which is, uh, is, is very natural to have um, when you're dealing with so many leads and not, the, not the best of quality. Um, also, engagement is a lot of what we, we talk about. Our slogan is recruit, engage, retain. Mm-hmm. Um, engagement's huge. I mean, you know, you and I speak about it quite often uh, through the recruitment process. Uh, it's how the carrier is engaging with the driver. And it starts with the first five minutes of that initial phone call. What does that conversation look like? What is that two way streak of, um, respect that's given, and that trust that's built, and then it dives deeper. And technology now gives us a lot of automation, a lot of um, opportunity for trucking companies to engage with drivers um, while recruiters are on the phone or emailing, text messaging them. And so that really bridges the gap and is helping bridge the gap between carriers and, and trucking companies and truck drivers.
0: Well, there's a, a ton of competition right and and, and and we're all feeling it uh, the the employer you know recruitment message is is critical. It's not even it's sure the engagement true, but even to get to the engagement part, it's that you know what sort of that what are what is that message you know what are you communicating so could you share maybe what factors are are essential for for optimizing that message?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We actually just launched a course it's going to be on our website kj Transmedia. And the course is six series. Um, and it dives into first initial conversation, best practices for email and content marketing, best practices for follow up. And really, it's a platform for recruiters to utilize, whether you've been in the industry for 15 years and you want to brush up on some skills or brand new. Um, so, you know, go to KJ Transmedia. You can definitely see, uh, the course. Um, but, you know, some of the biggest pieces we look at are not the black and white of the resume or the job description, right? Like, you don't look at the black and white of the job description. We have to figure out the, the gray. And so we look at concrete details, right? So which is the pay, the benefits, the home time, the routes, the equipment, et cetera. But more importantly, we look at the abstract details. What's the carrier culture like? What's the driver-dispatch relationship like? What's the driver respect and appreciation like? What's the company doing internally to retain their drivers? What does that work balance, life balance look like? And so when we work with clients, we obviously need to know what the routes are and those concrete details, but we look at what's abstract, what can we pull and share that message to their target audience. Um, And a combination of the uh, concrete and abstract details is where a lot of our carriers and clients because drivers want to work for people that they like um, and people that they trust and that are honest. And so there is a way to go about it and diligently um, advertise for that on behalf of carriers.
0: Well, it's funny that you say that. First of all, thank you uh, for, for sharing about the uh, the course. I think that's super helpful. Um, and I'll touch on, there's some other uh, content that you uh, provide that, that I want to talk about, but uh, <laughs> I was on a I was interviewed on a on a different podcast uh this week and the question came up, you know, you know, what can a carrier do to, you know, to really stand out? So like I said, be a good employer. And, you know, I know that's a broad statement, but I mean, it really is, you know, a decision from the top that this is how I'm going to behave. I'm gonna be very intentional about it and I'm gonna hire mm-hmm. leaders who are the same. And you can really make a difference and change culture. Um And and create culture and maintain that, but you you if you don't do that, it's 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 short lived. If you even you know make an effort at all, it's really important to be a good employer, and so many other things will fall into place. Just be good. Don't be bad.
1: And it starts with the top, right? So it always starts from the top. And I don't know about you, but I'm finding carriers these days are more receptive. They're they're listening. They know they have to change. Um, if you don't change, yeah, you know, you're gone, right. right? So you have to adapt and, and and that's just part of life as a whole. You always have to constantly evolve and adapt and change. I have to say five years ago, it was a challenge, you know, but now today, and again, another silver lining through 2020, the you know, people and tracking companies were forced to look at their metrics and forced to say, Hey, we don't have a value proposition or Driver personas or media mixes—we're putting all of our money in just Indeed, and that's it. And you know, drivers don't have resumes. So mm-hmm. There's a whole other issue with that. But um, <laughs> you know, and, and that was another silver lining is saying, "Hey, how can we as a company do things better?" And I think a lot of folks that have been in the industry, you know, are starting to become leaders um, that believe in the same process of having that that great leadership, engagement, and that commitment to the industry.
0: So we're talking a lot about you know content, your course. I know on your uh, website there's also a uh, an ebook about social media advertising that's also available for download. But um, you have a radio show, and uh, I'd like if could you share a little about that show and kind of how it came about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've been a part of the XM family, Road Dog Trucking, for seven years. Um, coming up this June, which I can't believe, its time has flown. I met Tim Ridley at a mid-america truck show seven years ago and we made the connection and asked if I wanted to be in the show and have the opportunity to talk about recruiting and talk about retention what what snowball from there was something so beautiful we, it gives the platform and it gave me an opportunity to talk to drivers themselves right so sometimes where I sit I don't I don't have the ability to talk to drivers and it gives me the opportunity to twice a month to talk to drivers and find out exactly what attracted them to a certain advertisement or a certain carrier and what's keeping them there. And I'm able to take those tools from the drivers and bring it back to the carriers and vice versa. Um, And so it's such a great platform. It's such a great community to be able to talk to drivers. Um, And I have friends now that are, are, are road warriors and they're out there every day. And it's it's a it's a fun show, and it's it's great content to be able to bridge that gap between drivers and communities as much as we possibly can.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I've I've not tuned in, so I'm going to need to do that. Uh, I guess I need to get a subscription to SiriusXM.
1: Yeah, or you just go to my website.
0: <laughs> can I can I hear it there? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Okay, well, and 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 that's you know for the audience as well. Before we, uh, before we have to go, I do want to get into our, our deeper dive question, because I think it's relevant, especially with your background. Uh, the question is, my social media spend continues to climb. Are there any best practices to help reduce our spend or uh, to get the best results?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a common question. It, it is all about metrics. And, you know, like I've said previously, not one size fits all. Not every platform is the best platform for every carrier. So we recommend certain platforms based on the company size and what they can actually achieve. Um, A carrier that has 2,000 drivers should be on all the platforms and maybe on TikTok at this point, right? The fleets that we work with primarily between 100 to 1,000 carriers there's a sweet niche of the platforms they should be on and how much they actually need to do. Um, Because Facebook is a for-profit company, which we all know, they are constantly changing the game and the rules and regulations on what they want to promote, what's organic, what's paid, you know, and it's based off of their algorithms. And so what our job is as a uh, marketing arm to our clients is to figure out exactly what's the next item that Facebook or Google is going to be launching and how can we get our clients on there? Because what ends up happening is that Facebook favors their latest product launch so for example when stories came out in facebook it was q3 2021 we put a lot of money into that for our clients and the results were there well now everyone's doing it so we're taking the money out and dispersing it elsewhere and so that's the biggest piece is having a marketing person either whether internally or someone that you're working with as a vendor like kj media to help you navigate because there's so many changes digitally with the rules, the regulations, the federal government, uh, that we have to have someone that's going to be so on top of it and be proactive in your approach, not reactive. And that's where you'll see a more of a a spend decrease across the board.
0: So there might be a, a, that might be a good segue just to share with the audience, you know, for those listening uh, who would like to inquire whether or not there's an opportunity to, to partner with KJ Media. What's, What's the best way that uh, they can reach you? Obviously, visit the website, kjtransmedia.com.
1: Exactly. And um, I will give out my cell phone number, 516-743-2816.
0: So be careful with that because Lindsey Graham... Senator Lindsey Graham gave out, or uh, no, I'm sorry, the other way around. I was going to say, I think Donald Trump gave out Lindsey Graham's uh, cell phone number. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he got a lot of calls, probably had to change the number. But uh, yeah. but I really appreciate you uh, uh, joining us today. Look forward to seeing you at uh, some upcoming industry events soon.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Jeremy, for having me. And
0: Thank you for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for Taking the Higher Road.